is the 77 WABC minicast. Joining us now is Judge Andrew Napolitano. Judge Napolitano, there's so much going on. Uh, I have some migrant questions, but we're going to get to that in a moment. But first, um, we're waiting to see what's going to happen with Judge Engron and Goron. This is the one who is handling the business, the whole Trump organization. He was supposed to come down with his decision yesterday, and everybody was on pins and needles. Now it's delayed another day so far. It hasn't come down what, what do you think is the holdup? And uh, after what we saw with the Eugene Carroll case, I think it's like going to be a part two. Your thoughts? Well, I, I wouldn't be very optimistic. Good evening, John, and good evening, Rita. It's always a pleasure to be on with you. I wouldn't be very optimistic uh, if I were uh, President Trump uh, in the case before Justice Engeron. Uh, you know, so many of the decisions went against him, and, and the, the principle of which was the finding as a matter of law uh, that uh, Trump uh, misled the banks as to the value of, of his assets. Listen, I think the statute is unconstitutional. I think the fact that there's no jury in there is unconstitutional. I think the fact that um, uh, there doesn't have to be a victim is unconstitutional. All of those uh, are appellate issues. Now, what's holding this up? It's very interesting what's holding this up. Uh, Justice Engeron appointed a very highly uh, respected retired federal judge by the name of Barbara Jones as the monitor of this entity. Judge Jones delivered a report yesterday to Justice, excuse me, uh, today's Thursday, Tuesday to Justice Engeron, highly critical of the bookkeeping methods of the Trump organization. She's now the boss of the Trump organization. Uh, We haven't seen the report. Uh, I have just seen snippets of it. Highly, highly critical. So I'm guessing that Justice Engeron wants to uh, incorporate some of Judge Jones's uh, criticisms of the Trump organization bookkeeping in his report. In, in his ruling, and that's why he's delaying it to tomorrow or Monday. I mean, my, my opinion, uh, Judge, he seems like he's already made up his mind. It seemed like he made up his mind. Remember, they decided even before the whole trial started. And I know Barbara Jones for a long time, and I'm really, really surprised that she would do that. Well, uh, John, you know she is very highly uh, respected. She is the, the guru in Manhattan. Um, of retired judges who are appointed as monitors. I don't know what she found. Uh, Obviously, whatever it is, she's going to have to document it. And if Justice Engeron is going to rely on it, he should give the Trump lawyers an opportunity to comment on it or even cross-examine Judge Jones. Now, that has not happened as far as I know, so perhaps I'm wrong. And um, by the way, we have uh, and Judge Weinberg's here. Again. Go ahead, Judge Weinberg. Well, let, sure. him, let, let the judge finish first. Let, let Judge Napolitano. Yes, sorry, I thought you were done, Judge. No, he wasn't. Go no, ahead. I apologize. Uh, I'm always happy to hear from my colleague, but maybe guess that this Barbara Jones uh, uh, report is the cause of the delay is wrong. Maybe it's just Justice Angeron needs more time to dot his I's and cross his T's. Let's face it, whatever his ruling is, it's going to be scrutinized. Uh, ex- with extraordinary detail. Judge, so good to we'll talk to you again. 
Let me say I absolutely agree with you. I think it's an unconstitutional statute. These people are noticed. They did their own due diligence. There were warnings in, in the documents. There was no injury. There was no harm. This executive law they relied on is totally unconstitutional. You're right about the the problem with the, the trial by jury. I think I know Arthur and Goran very well. I think he rushed to judgment on this. With respect to Barbara Jones, I know Judge Jones well also. I don't know if there's no injury and you have a defective statute, which is unconstitutional. I don't know why you need a monitor to say that this should be thrown out. And so my hope and my prediction is they do the right thing in this case and they throw it out on constitutional grounds. And Cox, you're in the legal business. Do the monitors get paid a check uh, to come up with the uh, decision or a yeah. recommendation? Yeah, sure. any monitor gets paid. well paid. Sure, the, the it's, a, it's a good job. It's a plum job. And she won't. Yeah. She won't get hired if they. If the judge in this case didn't like her, she didn't. Know, he didn't know what her ultimate decision would be. Uh, no, I, I think she knew what the her, ultimate decision would be. But her <laughs> reputation is so is so stellar. The the, the issue the is on, on a, this case has nothing to do with future. With I would future hope so. I, you know, I, I think she's a great lady, and uh, Barbara Barbara's wonderful. But with all due respect to Angoran and to Barbara, what they did here was totally irrelevant because there was no injury. And how can you have a statute like this where there's no injury? You and and I, Judge uh, Weinberg, you and I are in total agreement on that. But I don't think uh, Trump is going to get justice until it gets to your colleagues in the appellate division. It's pretty clear which way Justice Engron is going to go. For whatever reason, he's a Democrat, he hates Trump, in his own mind he thinks he's doing the right thing, whatever. The, The dispassionate analysis of the defects in this statute is going to take place in an appellate court. And there, I believe, and it's a couple of years down the road, After the election, this statute (laughs) is well known among securities lawyers as something that will be unconstitutional if it is taken up to that level. Therefore, the attorney generals have used it very carefully, only for very bad cases that they want to act on quickly. And it, frankly, it's a very efficient statute that way. But they only use in cases where people won't appeal it because they know it would get eliminated. And it's there for a purpose, to get rid of really bad guys easily. It's the first prosecution on this statute. They use it to force people to comply. Right. They, they threaten to use it in order to get you to conform your bookkeeping uh, behavior to the way uh, they want it. It's draconian. But I will tell you this, Judge. Um, Trump's lawyers failed to make the uh, where is our jury uh, argument in a timely manner. So they waived that on appeal. They have many issues on appeal, but uh, the absence of a jury trial, which is guaranteed by the Constitution, is not one of them. Question on appeal. Which way does it go, federal or just up the state ladder? No, of course, right up the state ladder. And I think that four appellate division justices will eviscerate uh, Justice Engeron. Engeron, your uh, colleague, was... Um, former colleague, was um, appealed five times uh, interlocutorily, fancy phrase for in the middle of the case. All five times he was reversed by different panels of the appellate division. I don't think he's in good stead with them. He says before or after they have the new uh, uh, justice uh, in Albany. Ed Cox, you know? Well, that's a question. What's happened at the Court of Appeals, the highest court in New York State, which clearly... 
the chief judge was put in in a very corrupt manner, muscled in by the state Senate, very unusual, and his predecessors muscled out, especially to get a quote-unquote progressive judge as the chief judge. And the honest judge in in Southampton wasn't allowed to take that position. Exactly. What was his name? The honest judge in Southampton. LaSalle. 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 An honest guy that deserved that position. The state senate shot him down. Presiding justice, guys, we're running out of time. Yep, yep. We got to go to a break, Judge Napolitano. We got to go to a hard break. Thank you for coming on. Thank Thank you, Judge. Uh, Joey, it's a pleasure. I love you guys. We love you. Thank Thank you. you.